0: Hey, This is Zena Jones and you are listening to the Brave AF podcast where we talk about all things mindset, having your own back and doing brave shit. Hello my beautiful friends, welcome back to the Brave AF podcast where I have decided to do something a little bit different today. So if you have clicked play on this episode, you've probably seen the title is Struggles with Vulnerability, Authenticity, and the Need for Courage. So my guess is that you resonate with that title. So in keeping with the theme of this, I am going to be very vulnerable, very authentic, and very courageous as I share. I am going a little off script, and this is probably going to be a little bit different to our usual programming, which I'm excited about and feeling kind of courageous and a little bit scared about at the same time. So one of the things that I would really, really like your help with is... I would like to hear from you specifically about this episode. I This is going to be episode number 207. And I would love for you to either email me or reach out to me on social media after you've listened to this episode and let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you liked it. Let me know what stood out. Let me know if you resonated. And if you did, great. If you didn't, I would also like to hear what content on this podcast resonates the most with you and what is it that you want to hear more about, okay? So you can hit me up on Instagram, zena.jones.coach. You will find me on Facebook by searching xena Jones um, and my email, Zena at zenajones.com. and remember that Zena is spelled with an X, okay? So I would really appreciate if you will hit me up after this episode. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, all the things. Okay. So here's how this com- came about. I had another great conversation with my good friend Charlie. So you would have heard her a couple of episodes back in number two oh five, where we actually shared some similar things to what I'm going to talk about today. So we were having a conversation, and one of the things that I value so much about that friendship is our ability to be vulnerable, authentic, and courageous within our conversations, within our friendship. And I think that we have beautifully demonstrated that in the conversation that we had just the other day, number 205, that's exactly how we are, okay? But it has got me really thinking about how I am and how I think uh, many of us are, I don't think I'm alone in this, in that I crave that connection in more Of my relationships. So I have that with a select handful of good friends and my partner and a couple of relatives as well. But it really got me thinking about how I I crave more of that in an even wider circle. Because I think the opposite of it is exhausting. And here's what I mean. The opposite of vulnerability, authenticity, and choosing courage is basically pretending like you've got all your shit together. And I did that for a very long time. (laughs) And every now and again, I probably fall into that as well. But what I mean by that is it's only displaying, showing, or sharing what you want people to see So that you can try to control the narrative of how they perceive you. So basically implying that your life or that your relationship or your business or your job and your career is going so well. Implying that when in reality it may not be. You may not be experiencing some challenges, some ups and downs. There are no doubt hard days. There'll be moments when you're questioning what the fuck you're doing and maybe wanting to take a break. But in order to, air quotes, save face, you pretend like everything's going great because, God forbid, somebody on social media or some old colleague that you worked with in your past would see you and think, eh, I don't know how well she's doing and It doesn't seem to be working very well for her, or she's having a rough time of it, and I don't know how well she's got her life in order. God forbid somebody would think that. So I think social media really has fueled this um, narrative that we've all got our shit together and our lives are are going so well. And I'm not, you know, saying that social media is bad. I love social media for the ability to connect me, especially to overseas friends, and teach me new ideas and you know, give me creative inspiration. But I I do think that we, you know, share more of our joyous moments and our memories on there, which of course is what a social network is for. But I do want to point out that often in doing that and seeing that and only being exposed to that, it feeds this narrative that I think potentially adds to a lack of vulnerability, authenticity, and Courage. So, for example, I was at a event recently with uh, small business owners, and a, we were in like little groups. And a woman broke down in tears, saying that her business is really struggling. She don't thinks she doesn't think it's working. She's having a really tough time financially. She's ha- having a really hard time getting new clients coming in and making enough money to get by. And That surprised all of us there who knew her because she was publicly portraying everything's going really well, doing really good, you know, everything's great. Like that was the the perception, let's say, from social media and from other interactions that we'd had prior. There was no sign of this. Now, she's not alone, Right. Many people actually in that small circle opened up and shared a similar experience. I myself have found myself, you know, in a similar position, having, you know, been implying that all is well, but secretly behind the scenes struggling. Right. And I don't think the solution is necessarily just to public publicly announce on social media, hey, I'm struggling. Right. And I think that we also need to be mindful of, and this is a separate podcast altogether, is like, you know, the the mindset that we can get into of, you know, victim mentality and self-pity, more so self-pity. Right. Versus, um, you know, taking responsibility without blaming and shaming ourselves. Okay, I'm not going to get into that too much because I think that's a totally different podcast. But. The point I want to make is like when we hide from our own reality and we pretend like everything is great, all going well, it can feed into shame inside of us. Like if, if we're ashamed of our lives or our relationships or our business and what's happening, when we experience that shame, we hide, we withdraw and shame thrives in that secrecy. And I think that this is what the, this woman had been experiencing. And finally, she felt safe enough to share and to open up because she'd been carrying that for so long. So, again, like I think there are so many of us who, you know, out there are seeing these life highlights or business highlights or relationship highlights on social media and, you know, only sharing these things, but then secretly on the inside are feeling a lot of misery and anxiety and, you know, fear and insecurity and all of that. But we're not openly talking about those feelings. Now, I can describe this so beautifully because this was me for so long in my life. OK, thinking things like I'm not doing enough and she's doing so well, I should be further along. And why can't I have that? Why can't I do that? Why can't I figure this shit out? Wish I had the kind of confidence she has. I wish I had a body like her. I wish my family was as happy as hers. I wish I had it all together like that. Right? We compare and we despair and we try to compete. And on the inside, we feel not good enough, anxious. Um, ashamed and, and afraid. Afraid of never getting there, afraid of where we are, afraid of somebody finding out. And if you resonate with this and you can relate, first of all, you are not alone, my friends. So many of the women that I have spoken to, the women I have coached, have talked about this and opened up. I myself at times experience this and work through it on a reasonably regular basis. And it's a big part of the reason I became a coach because of how miserable I had been on the inside. Everyone was like, oh, your life looks so great on the outside. You've, you know, you've got this house and this amazing job and you're traveling the world and all of these things. But like externally, I was trying to create all of that success. And I did. I created a lot of external success, which I thought was going to bring me more happiness. But I was never happy or it was fleeting moments and I experienced so much anxiety and insecurity and fear and doubt and and imposter syndrome and jealousy and all these feelings like, and I lump it into the category of misery, right? But I experienced so much of that and that never went away no matter how much external success I had or I portrayed, (laughs) you know, outwardly. Like I wasn't happy I was I was secretly on the inside. like everyone thought I was happy I was portraying that but I really wasn't on the inside right or it was fleeting now and then and it wasn't until I had someone coach me and help me to understand why all of that was happening why I was doing that um, over and over and over again and how I could change it and feel so much better like that was liberating absolutely liberating and life-changing and it's You know, the reason I am now able to be vulnerable, to tell you about that, to share my own challenges with that, um, and to do my best to be authentic about that. And I say do my best because at times, like, I I kind of like, one of my values is authenticity, but it's the one that I probably kind of like wrestle with the most sometimes because I fall back into the jealousy and the comparison and the things I've described today. And I got to pause and I got to bring myself back into authenticity, right? But I keep coming back to just using courage again and again. So let's talk about what we can do. And I also want to talk a little bit about like why this happens and where this kind of idea of portraying success and and needing our lives to look a certain way kind of comes from. So what do we, what can we do about this? Like I'm going to share with you what I do and what I recommend that you play with and you do as well. So first of all, number one is unfollow all the fuckers. It's not, like I made like a list of like little bullet points here. It's not what it says at all on my screen, but basically. (laughs) Unfollow anyone who encourages you to feel bad about yourself or constantly compare. Now, when I say encourages you, right as i talked about in the comparison and jealousy episode our brains naturally compare like it's an instinctive thing that happens so when you scroll through social media when you you know meet up with someone you haven't seen for a while there is some comparison that's going to happen you can't necessarily override and control that however like we we are offered thoughts in our brain and What we think determines how we feel. So we're in control of what we choose to think and therefore how we choose to feel. So if you have someone in your life that you find you're having so many negative thoughts about and feeling really negatively about, you know, perhaps somebody on social media, maybe it's like, I don't know, your cousin. And she's always showing off all these flashy new things that she's got and all these amazing, um, you know, products that she's selling or whatever, I don't know. And you look at her and you're like, "Oh god, like I I just I need to get my shit together and I I really wish I could have the kind of success that she's having and I and I just I wish I could look like that and 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 talk like that and act like that." Like if you find that happening all the time with certain people, it doesn't even have to be all the time, right? Like unfollow them. <laughs> you know, like unfriend unfollow, you know, you can also just so you know, you can like unfollow without unfriending. It's a thing, right? If you're afraid that they're going to find out you unfriended them, just unfollow them. Whatever. If, If you're constantly feeling bad when you see their posts and their things, trust me. It supports your mental health. I do this all the time. Unfollow the fuckers. Even if you love them, okay? Another one that I've got on my list here is when you feel shame, and it is sneaky, it is hard to... Uh, necessarily see, but you, you'll notice it often because it's like something you want to hide from, something you want don't want to tell people about, like something you're, you know, afraid people might find out. Whenever you have shame, anything in your life that you are feeling a little bit of shame around or a, a lot of shame around, share it with your safe people. So when I'm experiencing shame, and we've talked about this on the podcast with Charlie, like she's one of the people I will share it with. I will voice note her and share it with her, okay? I have a couple of friends who I will do this with, someone you trust, one of your safe people. Tell them about it. Let them hear you and see you because shame thrives in the dark and in secret, but when you tell one person, you're adding light. You're releasing the pressure, okay? Trust me on that. The next one here is when I compare or I feel like I'm trying to perhaps inflate myself in a conversation, <laughs> which is like, does not feel good or rub well against my values, right? Or it's something I've perhaps done that I don't like. I, you know, like I said, inflate myself in a conversation. I pause, pause, take a breath, ask myself, why? <laughs> why am I doing that? Why am I comparing myself? Why am I trying to inflate myself in this conversation or this post on social media? Why am I doing that? Do I like my reasons? Most of the time I don't. And then what I'll do instead of, because often this is a place where you can go to to shame, I will just reach out to one of my safe people and say, hey, (laughs) just found myself doing this. Just wanted to tell you and share what was happening. Okay. Another thing here is being vulnerable. Being vulnerable and real instead of agreeable or pretending, and as a recovering people pleaser, this is one I have developed over time. I used to be very agreeable, very much like going along and just pretending to be happy with whatever. But instead, I I encourage you, and it is a practice I want to say. Right? If if this is, doesn't come naturally, and many of my clients say, vulnerability is terrifying. Right. Practice being vulnerable and sharing something small or being real. Even like if somebody is saying to you, hey, where do you want to go for dinner? Like, and I'm a very kind of easygoing person. But so I'm I'm like, I would often say, oh, I don't mind. Like, where do you want to go? But if I'm craving sushi, right? Or, you know, if you're perhaps a vegan and somebody says, oh, do you want to go to that all you can eat meat buffet? And you're like, oh, oh uh, okay. Okay. Like that's being agreeable instead, be be honest, be raw, be real, be vulnerable. Because when we do that, we create way more connection and trust with people, right? When we're being agreeable and pretending we are not creating more connection. We are not creating more trust. We are having a very surface level relationship, okay? Another one here is if you're trying to control the narratives, as in how people perceive you, then pay attention to that. So for example, um, let's say you were going to share a post on social media and you've rewritten it, I don't know, five or 10 times and you've edited all the photos and you want people to see it a certain way. Like, think about why that is. Like, what are you afraid that people might think about you? What is it that you don't want them to think about you? Because those are the things that you are already thinking about yourself. So say, for example, I did this years ago. It cracks me up thinking about it now. I can't remember where it was. I went somewhere on holiday and it was really gray and wet and average pretty much the whole time I was there. It might have been a Rarotonga trip actually by myself a long time ago. Anyway, I spent hours editing my photos to try and make them light and colorful and nice and, you know, just like writing a caption before I shared the post with my pictures when I got back to, to share this post. I spent hours like editing it and writing it and trying to get it to look fluffy and beautiful, which is silly when i think back now but i because i wanted people to think i'd had a great time and it was sunny and beautiful and it was a wonderful trip when in actual fact it had kind of sucked i <laughs> i'd had a tough time i'd gone on my own it felt like everyone there was couples mentally like i was just at a at quite a low place and i was thinking oh, i should be enjoying this more than i am and like there was a lot going on for me and <laughs> it wasn't an amazing trip sometimes that happens but I wanted everyone to think it was. Why? Because I didn't want them to think, like, oh, wow, like that was perhaps a waste of money, or it doesn't look like she had a great time, or, you know, I wanted to control that narrative of what they thought about me and what they saw. But why? It like, gets such a beautiful gift to give yourself to answer that question without judgment. Right? Don't be an asshole to yourself. Don't judge you. Like, Look at it. Why? Why do you want them to think that? Because right? the, the, the thing here is what you're afraid of them thinking, what you don't want them to think about you is what you're already thinking about yourself. I was already thinking I wasted money on this trip. I didn't have a great time. I should have you know, planned better. I, should, you know, I was having all of these thoughts about myself. Now, when you can be honest with yourself, you can begin to heal you can begin to ask for help to share with your safe people, to change the way you feel about yourself and let go of the reins of what other people might think about you. Okay. The more vulnerable and real you are with the people in your life, the more you will get that back in return. And sometimes it can be a little bit hard to go first. So you can start with something small. It can be scary. It can be hard. But the more you do that, the more you will get that in return and you will be able to navigate who your safe people are and create those deeper relationships. I think in the Friends Experiment podcast, Charlie and I probably, yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about that, how, you know, like. somebody's kind of got to go first. Somebody's got to be open and honest and vulnerable. And then so often, and this was the case for us, right? Like that's given back. And it may not be straight away, but over time, right? But what that does is it creates a deep connection. It it brings more safe, trusting people into your world with whom you can be really real and authentic, okay? Um, And the last one I've got here is choosing courage. Courage is doing and saying the hard things. Oh, my friend, courage is where magic fucking happens. I tell you what, right? Because when we think about the alternative to courage, that's kind of like not leaving our comfort zone, (laughs) you know, not saying and doing the hard thing. When we're not choosing courage, we're generally having a battle on the inside, right? Instead of sometimes it, it might feel like a battle on the outside, but it produces something positive in the long run. Okay, so the last thing I want to touch on here is where did this idea come from that we need to have all our shit together to be, you know, to to, to portray a certain way in our lives to, you know, be happy with lots of success and and have everyone think that we're happy and really successful. Like, that's some seriously fucked up Martha Stewart, Brady Bunch, Desperate Housewives style bullshit. (laughs) Like, think about it. This narrative has been fed to us through the media and, you know, the socialization that we received growing up, where a lot of adverts on TV and articles and magazines and, you know, various things kind of portray that that's what you need to do and then you'll be happy and successful. So let's portray that that's happening and then maybe people will think we're happy and successful. But unless you have thoughts about yourself that generate happiness, unless you define your own version of success and feel that way in your life it doesn't fucking matter what other people think (laughs) because if you don't feel that way what's the point right and I think that that you know it's good to kind of understand where it comes from and and how you know why we do this right like where we all do it to some extent or we all have done it to some extent but When we're doing that, it doesn't take into consideration our humanness. And, you know, also I think that we, most of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, we have a desire for authenticity, for real, genuine connections, for realness, right? And when we're portraying that shit on the outside, we are not going to get that, okay? So... That is it for this podcast. I really have enjoyed sharing this with you all. And again, I encourage you just to reach out to me. You can email me xena. Uh, wait, zena at zenajones.com. You can hit me up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. And just let me know your thoughts about this, about this episode. What questions do you have? What challenges do you have with it? If you think it sucked. Oh good. Tell me like what is it you want to hear more of? Why do you keep listening? All right, hit me up. I would love to hear from you. All right, my friends, that's it. Huge, huge love to you all. Take care out there. I'll see you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you are going to love being coached by me. We are going to solve your specific challenges and set you up with the mindset tools that you need to have your own back and do brave shit in your life. Just head over to my website, zenaJones.com to sign up.